0: Howdy, friends. Welcome to another episode of the 10 Laws Podcast with East Forest. I am said Forest of the East. This week, I have a conversation with my dear friend Elena Brower. Elena is a powerhouse who I met in New York City. We, we met on 11 11 11, as we've probably mentioned before. She's been on the podcast previously, and I've been on her wonderful podcast. But it was my first uh, yoga associated event. My friends were like, hey, we could put this event together in the New York Armory where you play music and Elena Brower teaches yoga. What a novel idea. And I said, sure, of course. Um, I had, I knew nothing about yoga at the time. I just I was like, you got it. I'll dive into that. And she walked in right as the class started, like a minute before, I remember, like a queen, and just commanded the room. And I just was like, Her squire, her page in the the background is like, yes, and I started playing, and um, that's how we met. And she's very generous, and we've just become good friends. So, um, gosh, so 10 years. It's been 10 years. That's awesome. We reached the 10-year milestone as friends. So it's great to have her back. We recorded this before Christmas, as I did with most of uh, the next series of podcasts coming out. And uh, so we mentioned some stuff about that and the election in Georgia. You know, I think you you can use your cognitive function to figure things out like time travel and where we were at on this Earth and then the solar system at that galactic moment when this conversation occurred. Uh, just a few points of business before we dive in. I'm assuming you know, but the event in Salt Lake City on January 16th is now moved to May 1st. Deep apologies for that shift. That was because the county that houses that building, they own it. And they're commandeering it for hospital beds. And we could not find a suitable venue for our COVID uh, compliance, meaning like we couldn't find another alternative, venue that could do it the way we wanted to do it, which is um, with a lot of space. You guys are spaced out in a mandala-like function. And, you know, we can do it for a ceremony concert. So we am going to have to wait a bit. We are trying to add more cities, and those might be before that date. So uh, thank you to all of you who are willing to shift to May 1st in Salt Lake City. I'm looking forward to seeing you. I was practicing. I was getting ready, and I have all sorts of new ideas and ways to approach this that I want to do together. Because essentially it's a laboratory of our hearts and our minds and how we dance together in this world. So we'll see you soon on that front. Otherwise, I'm working on lots of new music, some remixes, some collaborations, and of course, my possible album is being mastered right now. We're still finishing the mastering, but I ordered the vinyl. It's coming out ASAP. And I also recorded a little cover that I did on Instagram, and I'm thinking about releasing that too. So these sorts of things, my friends, these sorts of things. Otherwise, man, it's been uh, (laughs) an interesting start to the new year. Um, As I have been predicting and sensing, things continue to deepen in the seas of chaos, in the seas of tilling the soil, and I think it will continue to do that. And that's why I'm urging all of you to work on that inner fortitude, uh, that voice inside. You have to be able to hear it. You feel you're in your own truth and your own honesty and your own authenticity and more than anything, our ability to simply listen. So for me, being creative and um, loving my partner and my f- family and my community and doing what I can in any way is helpful. But uh, we're, we're like taking a month off in January. We're not having anything to drink just to kind of just to do it. And it feels great. And I love f- taking saunas and feeling grounded and eating good food and having good counsel and sharing these moments with you speaking of lastly i did an instagram what's it called uh live answers and questions i call it a little ama on sunday at at 12 p.m eastern i'll probably do that again on these coming sundays i'll try to keep that same time slot 12 p.m eastern on sundays on instagram live it was fun to see you there (sighs) am i still talking this feels like there's so much going on in the world and we're all just kind of like There's this thing running in the background like, is that really happening? It is, my friends. I'm here as the cosmic cheerleader just to say when the part of you that's still in touch, you know, you're saying, hey, I'm feeling there's this really crazy shit happening and I'm still feeling a cosmic connection to my purpose and my soul at moments. I'm still feeling at peace. Is that okay? I'm saying yes. You're okay. And things are uh, shifting dramatically, and you're okay. All right, let's dive into this conversation with my dear friend, Elena Brower. Well, nice to talk to you again. It's been a little while.
1: It has been a minute. I don't think we've spoken since early on in the quarantine, actually.
0: You're still in uh, the Southwest?
1: Yeah, we moved here permanently.
0: Permanently? Wow, This is it. I bought a
1: house, yeah. We're here. Oh my God. Yep.
0: Um, how's that feel to have escaped New York? I always felt like it's hard to do it beforehand and then afterwards it feels really good.
1: Dude, it was uh, difficult and scary and risky. And in the end, I feel like I did the right thing for my family and for myself. And I... I, I'm torn. I'm definitely torn. Like I love my city, but it's it's not um, it's not my time to be there.
0: Mm-hmm. I felt every time I've this is just me, but every time mm. I've moved to uh, places that were more expansive, like I went from New York to Portland and then to Boulder, Utah, which is like basically no one. I expanded more and more, like creatively. uh, Yes. Things really opened up.
1: (laughs) Yes. I feel that is very true. I feel it's true for myself. It's true for my kid. It's definitely true for James. So, yeah, I would say that.
0: Yeah. And do you, I heard New York was changing a lot and people always say that, but uh, were you finding it was more personal about you or that the city itself was starting to shift
1: no, I I was gone by mid-March, March yeah. 14th or so we left. So there wasn't a chance for me to see what was happening because I left very, very quickly and mm-hmm. I didn't wait to see how it would turn out. And I didn't hear great stories, but I also have a ton of friends who are still there who are making a massive shift uh, in consciousness mm-hmm. and they're going to change that city. Yet again and make it better.
0: Yeah, it's sort of the story of the city, right? It's yeah. like it always goes through shit and then it mm-hmm. reemerges and reinvents itself mm-hmm. uh, into relevancy. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
0: this time, I have found for myself, and I feel like for everybody, it's about doorways opening up in your life and it's how willing you are to see them and choosing which ones you want to walk through because it's a lot of just sort of opportunistic change whether you like it or not you know some of it's really painful and some of it's can be really great but it's about mm-hmm. like something something dying or going away so something new can be born
1: Yep that's that for me that is kind of always the case when 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 we when we made the ch- choice to come here it was really fast it was like in a 24 hour turnaround and um Really? Yeah We just were like, okay, let's get one way tickets. We thought we'd be here for a couple of months. We didn't imagine that we would move here permanently. That happened over time.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it did. Uh, Yeah. But it's what's, how do you feel? Like, what's different about living there? How much does the place inform uh, your own energy and your own like uh, growth?
1: Well, my meditations are now followed by uh gardening and plant mm. cultivation plant care mm. for like a good hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so much fun and it's so it's such quiet, good work, honest work. I love it so much. My plants and I have a great relation and I don't know what what can I say It's such a strange time it's my kid is still in digital school um, <laughs> i we're all
0: we're all in digital school. For, I mean, I've been way, in digital right? school for 10 years. <laughs> exactly, since the iPhone came out. <laughs> since,
1: since anything. But I've been running my business from home, from my laptop for a very long time. But but for him, it's very, very real. It's very challenging. Um, the way we communicate has gotten a lot more clear. Um, he'll send me a TikTok video. Yesterday, oh, yeah. was one, uh, an animated one, which showed a kid... All very very simple line drawings. Waking up five fifty nine a.m. Bum, 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 bum. Really sad face. You know, rubbing his eyes, trying to go back under the covers, and then emerging reluctantly, and then going to sit down at a desk, opening up the computer, mm-hmm. pressing some buttons, and going from this very long face to "Hi, hey, I'm here." La, 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 la. And then you watch in the window, the sun moves from east to west. And slowly as the day ends, the kid sulks out from the chair. The the long face comes back. And then there's homework. And it's written across the screen. This is due at 12. This is due at five. This is due at four. This is due at three. (laughs) This is due tomorrow. (laughs) And you feel upon watching this, by this, you know, 45 seconds into the video, you feel heavy. I felt heav- I felt the heaviness of, you know, I'm sitting in front of a screen and I'm helping people. I'm serving people in many ways, feeding people. I'm completely and utterly inspired, inextricably mm-hmm. linked to the, wo- mm-hmm. to the work that I'm doing. And then in their case, not at all. They're learning freaking, whatever it is, algebra, biology. Like some of it is for sure interesting. He actually loves his acting class. But, oh my God, there's no personal like purpose to it.
0: How do they pull off an acting class online? It's so much fun. I
1: have snuck to the door and I listen every (laughs) now and again. He's so good. He's really good at it. He really dives right into it. They do, they, they role play, they do scripts and it's Mm. unbelievable to witness. I was actually in one of his skits that he had to hand in at one point, uh, which I was psyched about. I had to play a monster, of course. There you go. Yeah, of course. But yeah, (laughs) it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch because they, you know, they're sitting in front of a screen all day. The end of the video The kid, the poor kid in the in the TikTok is getting yelled at for being on the computer. Right. (laughs) It's like, holy fuck, they've been on the computer all day. And now they can't visit with any friends. They can't see anyone. So what the fuck do you want them to do? And I gave him like anything he wanted with regards to technology so that he could stay in touch with his friends. And he's so thankful. He's so thankful.
0: Yeah, it's it's like a cat's 22. I mean, yeah. before the pandemic, maybe the biggest criticism of school and stuff was that oh, you know, it'd be so much better if it's experiential and you're out in the world and and right. now it's like you go 100% in the other direction where it's like you're
1: in your you're house. You're not even next
0: to other people. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just You're in your house.
1: Um, I feel, you know, I feel a lot for the kids who don't have supportive parents. Like I'm just like, dude, whatever grade you... Oh, and then at the end of the video, the kid's getting yelled at for a grade. And I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever grade you get, do it for yourself. Do it so that you can see the B or the A on the on the page and feel like you accomplished something. Don't do it for me.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure, I don't know about you, but looking back on my life and how much I, I cared about grades, it, none of it really matters in life path. I mean, I majored in film, for God's sakes. Like... I'm not really technically doing that. It's just more about learning things and then stepping into the world and, and following what you're interested in and your bliss. There's so many directions to go that have so yeah. little to do with grades, really.
1: Yeah, I actually <laughs> have had to make a big leap because I was a grade monger. I yeah. loved getting good grades. I went to an Ivy yeah. League school. I was very serious about school and education and I wanted it all. So I had to kind of, I've done a lot of meditation on this and I've realized that I am not this person. This is his own person and he gets to prioritize what he wishes. And I just get to, you know, be a little bird in his ear speaking to him about his own, making himself proud, his own integrity and his own self-worth. So that's kind of the best I can do right now.
0: Yeah. And that's that's sort of what it is when you get into more into designing your own life. It's about your integrity integrity and your self-worth. Mm-hmm. There really isn't much else. It's not the what you do, but the how you do it kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what I hope we would learn in school as opposed to like, you know, you, you got a 94 and someone else got an 82 kind of thing. It's like, more. so what?
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. So what? Yeah. I had to. I had to really recalibrate that. I, I had to go back in time and shift this, shift some some things for myself. And now yeah. I'm good.
0: So what are you what are you finding like in your community, uh, people you're you're talking with now that we're kind of deep into this great transition that we were, have been moving through, that people are coming up against that maybe you're seeing have been some like blind spots in a way. And We all know what the challenges are. But I'm wondering uh, where folks are maybe missing some opportunities that maybe are shared, Hmm. common ground.
1: Well, I just actually launched a mentorship where I have the opportunity to help folks see where their work can be virtual and be as authentic as it would be in person. By necessity, this is what we're doing right now. So why don't we just fall into it?
0: Yeah, what is that? What's it called?
1: <clears throat> uh, it's called Essential Mentorship. Mm-hmm. You can find it on the mentorship um, link on my Elena Brower website. And it's ongoing. It's monthly. It's t- super accessible. Right now it's 33 bucks a month. It'll go up in 2021. Donating a lot of the proceeds to my girls. And to to girls on fire leaders in Kenya. And um, I don't know. I think a lot of people, as far as I can see, are actually jumping on the chance to take their work more broadly because they can uh, to get more creative. And what I like to do myself is I like to blend the digital space with a lot of analog assignments So go make some art, go write, go walk, go, you know, do things that are outside of the screen time. Yeah. In service of what you're doing for screen time to inspire you and feed you and lift you and nourish you, nurture you. So that's kind of how I how I approach it and I always have, because I've been online, like I said, for so many years, ten years or so more, doing my businesses. And people are really taking to it. You know, we have a lot of folks in there and uh, they're finding the assignments and the prompts and the creativity to be very comforting. And then, you know, there's going to be a community aspect where we can actually communicate with each other off of social media within the portal, which I think is Mm -hmm. even better.
0: Yeah, because a big part of it is if you're looking at this holistically about yourself as an incarnate spirit and consciousness, is how much information you input in and from where. And uh, particularly of late, there's a lot of interesting information about social media in general and yeah. sort of how it hits our brains. There's this mm-hmm. idea of comparison, um, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not. It's super powerful in, in just sort of your state of mind and what you're cultivating
1: yeah I like to think I like to think about my parents a lot during these times, and I really appreciate that they they gave me a lot of confidence mm. early on, which serves me right now because I can see where the comparison brain comes in, and I can see where oh my god that that feels terrible to look at someone else's success and then I instantly apply all of the yogic practices, not like. Mm-hmm breath work or um you know something physical but meditative practices and mind training mindset practices to remind myself that there is actually no comparison there's Mm. me there's another person and now i don't even look at other people doing the similar work that i'm doing i just do mine and then i go outside
0: that's smart yeah It's like, why bother uh, when, when you're, when you're, con- when your attention, so like what you put your consciousness on is the main commodity these days, mm-hmm. that sort of mind calisthenics and self-knowledge is probably maybe the most important skill you can know in, in sort of the marketplace in the that's world. That's
1: what I, that's what I feel.
0: Yeah. Well, I, feel. I mean,
1: I'm trying to teach the kid that too.
0: It's essential. Um, and, Maybe, I mean, I feel like that's a bit of a blind spot as a country because a lot of us are sort of walking through it like sheep and being taken, they're getting hijacked in the mind. You know, I think you see the symptom of that with various polarization. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: uh, I don't know if you've, you know, there was a lot of conspiracy, a lot of various conspiracy stuff going around. And I'm not trying to make it black and white where it's like it's true or it's not true, but it seemed to find... it caught on fire a bit as COVID started to increase and yes. maybe people were online more and it's just easier for those memes to, to disseminate for yourself. Yeah. Um, what do you feel about that uh, in general? The idea that I, for myself, just to set this up mm. in the past, like when 2012 was going around, I went through some phases where I went down some pretty deep rabbit holes and I ended up at this that's alien so funny. conference.
1: I totally see that.
0: Yeah. Well, also like 2008 was when I sort of started on my let's call it spiritual journey. So I was just sure. full on. I was yeah, just yeah. hungry, and I was like, "Oh my God, what's this idea and that idea?" And we both, you know, we saw 9/11 happen, and it's mm. like, so you're into that thing, and that's a rabbit hole. And there are a lot of spurious things that went down. But I love
1: that word, spurious. listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's so many great stories. If you look at JFK and his shooting, you could find a movie that fully lays out the reason why it's definitely this person and not this person. Mm -hmm. And there are four or five of those. You could look at 9-11 and find movies that show you that this was an inside job. And then you could find the ones that show you it definitely wasn't an inside. I mean, there are so many people proving The way that I feel is that I don't want to see your YouTube video. I don't want to see your fabricated news brief. I listen to NPR for four minutes a day. Why four? That's that's how long the NPR news now is. Sometimes I'll do up first, which is 13 minutes. Okay. That is the extent of my media ingestion. I have no interest in conspiracy theories. I have no interest in calling anyone else, any sheep, for example, and not that I'm saying that you were wrong in saying that, I don't don't want to call anybody wrong or right. I have Mm -hmm. my set of opinions, which are really anchored in my values. My values are very clear. And I'm not really interested in the conspiracy theories that polarize people. That does not, that does not feel fun to me or creative or intelligent. So I don't go there. And believe me, I was sent every single thing in the book from people <laughs> that I love, like truly love and still love and still respect and still, you know, would hug right now. But we believe very different things at this moment. And that has to be okay. Okay
0: fundamentally it has to be okay that people can believe different things and yet we can love each other and mm-hmm. be in a community together i mean that's sort of like i think was a bit more of a given in the past and there uh some folks that's not the case anymore like right. th- they're getting to a point where they feel no we can't uh eat, share those views right and it gets very strange though when you get into a public health crisis where because I think the old adage is like, look, you can believe what you want as long as it's not hurting someone else, whatever you want.
1: Yeah. Now Um, it's hurting other people.
0: Right. And then it gets, and then it sort of starts to feed. It's like a snake eating its tail when then, well, then someone says "Then you need to not do this behavior or do this behavior. And they're like, that's exactly my point. You know, you're controlling my choice and it gets, it gets real sticky.
1: You know what? Here's the fun part. Health is freedom. Good health is freedom. And if, If you really sink into those words, those three words, health is freedom, you'll wear your mask, you'll tell your kid to cover their mouth when they sneeze, and you'll do the things that you have to do in order to contain this thing as best Mm -hmm. you can. I have a crew here in Santa Fe with whom we hang. Those are the people. We don't hang with other people. (laughs) Those are our people. All of us know that when we go out, we are masked and washing and careful, and those are the people that we hang with. And that's it. There's no mm-hmm. like other humans coming in and out. We are we are waiting this out and doing our part to keep it keep it low and tight.
0: I heard uh, from Raghu Marcus. He's part of Love Server member. He's the boss. We were man. just he-
1: on a call last night, by the way. Listen. Oh really? <laughs> they're going to get in touch with you because they're going to they're going to call you to help be an ambassador for the next projects. I told them to make sure they get in touch with you.
0: Well, Yeah, that'd be awesome. I yeah. mean, Ragu and I know each other well from the the Ramdas album.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you email him and say, "Will you put me in touch with the girls so that I can be an ambassador?" Elena said to do that.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh he was talking about this idea of of righteousness and in India, I think they call it the golden chain. But that oh, being yeah. like oh, the wow. main, like if there's one thing that you need to overcome for the spiritual journey, it's that's it. And I've been thinking a lot about that lately because yep. it's like, that's all I'm seeing when I see those blockages. I'm like, do you have to be right, right? Can't you just loosen the grip on that? And that? Or <laughs> compassion being the antidote to that? It's like, look, maybe you believe that. But what about like, hey... I, I'm willing to not be right so that, you know, other people can also be in this picture too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have, I actually have to, um, I mean, you could even hear in the tone of my voice just now. And I talked about that whole matter. Like I have to really watch out for that. <clears throat> and I think we all do. And I think the, the best way to counteract it when I smell it in myself at righteousness. It's just to turn to the other person who believes the other thing, whether they are supportive of the (laughs) outgoing president or uh, not wearing a mask, whatever, and just say, okay, I actually really understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with it, even though that's not how I'm going to roll.
0: Right. Just putting yourself in some shoes. You don't have to agree with it, but you can can embody it and and feel it. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I've been doing that since day one, because I got real close, close friends who were in support of that president, who are very much against masks, who really feel that it's not necessary, who some of them even feel that COVID is a hoax <laughs> in oh, itself. Yeah. It goes know?
0: deeper, right? I mean, it's just oh, yeah. how far do you want to go with it? With Yeah. yeah, sure. yeah.
1: So I just, I just fully accept that that's the way that they're seeing it. And and I still, you know, if I if I see them right now, I would still hug them with my mask on, and uh, and love them, you know. Everything is always changing. It's a very short life, and I don't want to miss out on love or slash hold an unnecessary grudge energy in my body, which is only going to hurt me.
0: And even to say like my own beliefs. To loosen my idea that I'm 100% right. Not to Word. say that I agree with there's like, but you know what? I don't know everything. I've just no. chosen to take this path right? and that's what I'm doing right now. right? Because um, I have
1: no idea. Like, I, I
0: because, no, you know, no. yeah, it's the same energy of me being like, well, I'm going to let you do your crazy thing, but, you know, I'm mm-hmm. right. you know. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but I'm allowing it. <laughs> totally. So, what do you think if... In that lens is is needed the most right now on an individual level.
1: Compassion. I've been studying a lot with Roshi Joan. Right. facts. She's literally a mile away, but I haven't seen her. <laughs> I'm just studying with her online. we watching all the summer programming and and really taking in um, her energy, her energetic field that she emanates through her teachings and it really has to be about compassion i have Mm -hmm. to feel that for the people with whom i disagree i have to feel that for the child in that outgoing president i have to feel that for all the children around him (laughs) who are Mm -hmm. still pretending like they support him you know even though all history and many many videos point to the fact that they don't um, you know, I have to, I have to cultivate that as best I can, whilst maintaining my own values and standards for how I want to live my life, where I want to put my money and my resources and my time, you know, um, I compassion think compassion
0: for yourself too. I mean, I, from, I know I, that's a big thing for me. It's like, yes, uh, the inner life and the inner dialogue Mm-hmm. In some ways, I feel like, is where the real rubber meets the road.
1: Yes. Yes. I share a lot Judas Lassiter's, uh second to to most recent book. It's called What We Say Matters. And it's mm-hmm. her deep dive into nonviolent communication. She studied a lot with Marshall Rosenberg. I cannot say enough about the help that I have gained from that book. mm. Cannot say enough. And by way of her, her real focus, she teaches sometimes through Yoga Flow SF uh, online. It's well worth your time to watch because she'll walk people through uh, sort of coaching them, training them through nonviolent communication. And the first thing in most cases that she says is, okay, I got, I got the whole story. I got why this person did you wrong and this is happening, la la. Can you, in this moment... Have empathy, practice empathy for yourself right now. Take a moment. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And everything melts. It's like all of a sudden we went from the frozen tundra to the Sahara desert. Everything melts. And then the teaching can begin.
0: Yeah. You, the inside out. It's like we we're, we usually start when we talk about compassion uh, or being impeccable with our word with how we're externalizing that to others
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and if you think about that there is no other then you can't have a do du- a duality of sort of your own existence where there's the punishment on the inside uh, and the altruism on the outside it, it there's a friction to that and i and only what's amazing about it is like only you know right mm-hmm I think Ram Dass uh, called that the privacy of your own heart. It's it's, like, it's yes. called that it the real work.
1: Yes. Oh, that's so nice. The privacy.
0: Because <laughs> it, it is. It's like and so it's like why not take those leaps? Why not uh, come with a radical gentleness? Because no one will know, you know. And it it is quite a profound experience to think about how how am I impeccable with my word inside my own heart, my own mind, and. Yeah because he, also when they talk about like love everybody tell the truth yeah so that's love yourself but tell the truth also to yourself and, and it gets in this whole trippy idea of what does it mean to embody a kind of truth internally when you've got this inner dialogue where some people might feel they're just pushing something away but mm-hmm. where's that line between just like loosening the grip or letting it go you're not yeah. like forcing anything you know you're just sort of loving it holding it all
1: yes i can't really improve upon what you've just said it's <laughs> gonna yeah, it i, I just
0: it's just all that <laughs> stuff about i don't know we it just we all feel so separate and so we're always thinking you know it's about how I treat others and all these things in the world and all that's important. But I, I've always come back to in my own process that every, every all meaningful change in the world, it, it, there's no way around this, like comes from the individual outward. It's just we get into these collective agreements, but it it's always starts in the heart, one mm. person at a time. And so it's sort of like that work to me feels very, very important at a time when more or less we're looking for answers from the top down that's like right. maybe we'll get a new president and and those things matter but i'm just saying it's not going to change your internal process
1: that much that's right that's well said there isn't um and also there isn't anything that a little hit of nature can't heal when it comes to all that mind churn mm. you know as mm. you know just get the hell outside Even if you're in a city, like go touch, hug a tree, sit under a tree. Like if that's been your experience for the last few days and you're too much caught up in all of that stuff, put your face in the sun, put your ass under a tree. Just spend a few minutes.
0: Yeah, I was so blessed, uh, especially one of the benefits of the pandemic was not touring as much, which was tough on the revenue stream, but I got to spend a lot of time down in Southern Utah as a crow flies, not too far from where you are in are, you know, the four corners. And man, I mean, talk about life amplified or what's the license plate? Life elevated. It's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one. It's only second to live free or die. as my right, favorite one. Right, right. Um, but I just was in the canyons and all the crazy rocks and the huge vistas and yeah. the animals and the weather. Yeah. And it's like... It's the hard weather. not to be humbled, you know?
1: Yeah, the weather. It's interesting how that this kind of landscape is both totally humbling and also utterly expansive and makes you feel like you could accomplish anything. There's such yeah. a cool paradox in that. I love that you brought that up. For some reason, I'm thinking about the 10 laws right now. Where did those come from, by the way? I never asked you that.
0: So my my friend named Court Johnson, who lives in Santa Barbara, he's a mystic of sorts. He lives up in the hills. Like He's voice. probably in his 70s now. Yeah. And he just doesn't give a fuck and doesn't do anything really in the world. But people come to him and he gives readings and he taps in to sort of you? call it the Akashic or whatever mm. through a series of muscle testing and copious amounts of coffee and tobacco <laughs> and marijuana. Awesome. Yeah. All day long. And he's just, oh my and he's, God. he says he's cleaning his blood and all this stuff. And Yes. So he he's gets, not he really just,
1: doing that, but he really <laughs> is tapping into something. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, he got, he got throat cancer and he's I like, mean, he I says mean. it wasn't because of the tobacco. He says it because I was, I was angry. And he's like, and he says, besides, when I got to the hospital, he, everyone he met, every nurse, every doctor, he started doing readings for them and they'd stay for like three hours in his room. And he's like, that's where, you know, it's all past lives and soul stuff to him. He's like, oh. I get
1: that. I actually get that. I, I'll yeah. roll with that for him.
0: Yeah. And so everyone he meets, it's just like, oh, my God. ah oh, yes, yes, yes. Sixth level king soul. Oh, 2000 years ago. I saw you here. Oh, I can't believe I've seen you again. So wonderful. Wow, oh, yes, yes, we were the blank and blank, and he goes he just starts oh, going my through gosh. it. He can't help himself, and
1: oh, bless him, I want to go see him. Let's go, yeah,
0: he's a treasure, um but oh. he's a he's also a total crank and uh court jester mm. and um a trickster he's a total trickster yeah, energy, yeah. You know, he'll give you a reading for four hours and at the end say, you yeah, know, it's all a metaphor. I don't expect you to believe any of it, right. I was like, yeah, of course it is. Okay. Yeah, that's really so the, funny.
1: So the, so so he said he he gave you those ten laws. Is that what happened?
0: Yeah, I mean he was just rip, riffing, and I was recording it. It was the first time I met him, and that was one of the many things he said. And he has yeah. many lists, and he just this hundred room psychology, and. Mm. It's all written down, and each room has uh, different words and numbers, so he'll say to you like uh and the continuance of this conversation will be informed by the next two numbers, and you're supposed to just sort of not think, so like two, nine, ah, two, two is like um resolution or sexual resolution, and nine is mastery and then and then the next two words, and so you're sort of just pulling things out of your. Uh, unconscious mind, um, wow. whimsical and walking, and then he and he starts being like, "Okay, would you rather be whimsical or walking?" And, like, and and he starts using that as a doorway while he's clearing ghosts in the room and while he's reading your energy and and blockages and uh, it's pretty interesting. Actually, he was on my podcast, which was <laughs> incredible because I had him on Zoom and he'd never been on Zoom before. And he was just ecstatic to be on Zoom. And it's Mm. an amazing episode where I just let him go. Right. And if you want to go into his world, listen to that because it's just him doing his thing.
1: Wow. Okay. And that's what episode I'm writing it down?
0: Oh, I don't know. It's a few back, but you'll find it. It's just court, Court Johnson, Mr. Ten Laws or something like that. Got it. Vernon Cortland Johnson is his name. He's an amazing—he grew up in Santa Barbara, like, back when it had dirt roads. Mm. And his family traveled around the world on a school bus. They met, like, Khrushchev and became famous, this hippie school bus thing where they shipped it on barges and stuff.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And he
0: draws art for Powell Peralta Skateboards, and he has for, like, 20, 30 years. He's a pretty famous artist.
1: That's cool. And the ten laws? Do you remember them?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, always be ready
1: for cold. Always be ready for
0: heat. Well, always see the dangers first. Is and then always protect your feet. Always be ready for cold. Always be ready for, ready heat. for heat. Always uh, know where good water or sources. Right. Always know your place. Always master the skills necessary. Always get the job done. Hmm. Always disallow foolishness. That's my favorite. That's and great. <laughs> always. Always rest whenever you can. Right. Rest yeah. whenever
1: you can. That's my yeah. thing.
0: <laughs> I like the fool one because it's helpful when I'm dealing with people that I feel like it's like, this is just foolishness. I need to just push this aside. I don't need to engage. Mm. And it helps me kind of not feel bad about um, basically not engaging with things that feel like a fool. Just kind of, it's not like judging it too much. I guess like, it just feels like foolish energy.
1: Prioritizing.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: that's, all I just, yeah,
0: that's yeah. how I see it. Yeah, because um, you, ha- you have to make those decisions
1: exactly. And then uh, when it came to working with Ram Das, I know we talked about it on the episode in which I interviewed you previously. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is the most important thing that you now, in hindsight, walked with from that collaboration?
0: probably the the combination of him continually talking about witnessing the show go by and sort of sitting in the seat of the soul. Yeah. And that was a very, so that's very different than trying to change anything. For sure. Yeah. And that goes in conjunction with this idea of loving things like loving your dark thoughts and the same Mm. idea as opposed to shifting it or changing it or transforming it it's like loving it so again i tend to shift that back into my internal practice i have a lot of self-critical thoughts growing up and depression and things and so it became more now what does it feel like to see that right and this is basic meditation stuff this mindfulness right but Mm -hmm. it's sort of the ability we have in our minds to step away and and see that like that self-awareness is what makes us so profoundly unique theoretically Mm -hmm. and how do we use that uh, as a tool to just hold things as they are another phrase he said that i just love it he was sitting with uh someone maybe it was pete holmes or something and he said you know he just said he was old so he couldn't say much he said Mm -hmm. just this just just this this. and it's like yes just this like this is the this is the juicy meat of the wonderful this just this yeah
1: yeah so beautiful yeah i'm super super psyched to help uh share his work you know in a pointed way there's lots of really good stuff coming out soon in the coming year
0: yeah, I have another track coming out that <gasps> I haven't, we haven't actually announced, so I can't say too much about it. But yeah. it's a collaborative track Damn with this it. other artist that I'm like, it's one of these things where like someone I've been a fan of. Mm-hmm. And then I got introduced to them, which is, can happen, which is cool. But usually it's just like, hey, hey. And then the person's like, yeah, I'd like to talk to you. I'm a fan. I'm like, oh, excuse me? What? what? You know who I am? Oh, and I'm then, dying
1: to know this is... T- you have to text me uh, straight away.
0: <laughs> and then we're hanging out on Zoom just to h- say hi. And then we're, like, just chatting on Zoom. I'm like, this is weird. This is cool. We're just, like, hanging out. And then I was like, <sighs> hey, you want to do um, another Ram Dass song? Like, I have this old 1970 sample that mm-hmm. is unbelievable. And then they're like, yeah. And then it happens. <gasps> and then it's, like, the greatest track ever. And I'm just like this is wow. gonna change lives this track
1: wow, 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 wow. So
0: the magic continues.
1: <laughs> wow, I'm really excited. I didn't know there was more. They said last night that they have some collaborations with other uh artists, yeah, uh, you know, for new tracks, but I didn't realize you have another one. You know how you got your praises were sung last night. there was a seven <laughs> seven or eight of us who are now going to be ambassadors for the work, ongoing books, you know, tracks, whatever, just to help. Cool. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to say that several of us were like, yeah, those East Forest tracks. (laughs) I was like, that's my guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: It's a great community. I mean, I miss, I was really getting used to, Seeing everybody going out to Maui, and it was. I would talk about a blessed life that was getting mm-hmm. to be real nice, and it became like a family. and Yeah, it's been sad not to be able to see. I mean, we saw um, Roshi Joan Halifax was at the Taos Temple uh grand opening, mm-hmm. that was where Ramdas went for the first time he left Maui in like I don't know how many years. It was amazing. It took like a private plane and four doctors, but they got him there. Wow, yeah. Um, and and she was there. Yeah. So it's just, it just this great community of people.
1: Yeah, I feel it. I feel it circling around. It's such a beautiful, um, it's just such a beautiful way to honor him with our level of connectivity and consciousness in his sort of wake. I, I mean, I don't mean wake like wake before a funeral, but wake like in the wake of a wave. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. And
0: I'm, everyone was sad that he died. And also there's feelings of it's okay too, uh, given where he was at in his journey. But I'm also on some level, like glad he didn't have to go through this whole, everything that happened after he died it was like pretty intense.
1: I don't know anything know? about that. Tell me more. Well, he,
0: he died around, uh, I think it was the 27th of December. So yeah. not quite. Well, Jesus, it's almost a year. And then we went into like pandemicville and su- super uh, upheaval, uh, mm-hmm. social upheaval of different mm-hmm. kinds. And mm-hmm. I know he would have been headfirst in all of it. But at the same time, I don't know. I just feel like,
1: yeah,
0: I feel something has shifted a bit. And I'm oh, not I see
1: what you're saying now. You're glad that he is not here for that
0: at that age what he was I going it. through I just I, I don't know it, it, it there's it, it feels like a turning of a page that we went through as a as a people as a civilization mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this last year
1: i get that i get that
0: and he spoke so perfectly and he's he's more relevant now and and growing in popularity every month with young folks especially um which is amazing right yeah
1: yeah there were a lot of younger younger kids
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah like 20 year olds and stuff. we and then,
1: are we are now that the burgeoning elders dude but there were a lot of crazy. kids in their 20s and 30s and it was really nice to see um they're pumped yeah you know, they're pumped and they were watching yeah. like you know one of the kids was watching the footage of him on his dad's lawn Uh, up in the Northeast during the summers when after he came back from India when he was teaching. Mm -hmm. And he's like, wow, dude, it was so red," And I'm like, yeah, I'm even a generation removed from that. And I'm feeling like, wow, that was such a pivotal moment. And none of those people sitting on that grass had any idea.
0: No. So interesting. It goes to show you how that happens all the time. And it's just like, just kind of soak in what's happening because you look back even uh, the the beliefs you have typically we look back and we're like wow yeah i've shifted those a bit or i can't believe i thought that 20 years ago um it, it makes me not hold on to what i think and feel now as much that's right
1: <laughs> you know? that's exactly right <laughs> it's really well so
0: said. i it humbles me to be like, Yeah, what do I know? I just mm-hmm. um it's more about hopefully the energy I'm putting out than what I have to say. Or...
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that too. I get that too. Funny. Mm.
0: Are you are you hopeful about uh where things are going or is it a mixed bag of feeling?
1: Oh no, I'm extremely hopeful. Like beyond hopeful. Hmm. I'm actually knowing that it's going to be fine. It always is. It always has been. Yeah, we've
0: you know, always muddled our way oh my through God, everything. Always.
1: Go look <laughs> back at the Spanish flu if you're listening to this and you're not hopeful. Look back at the Spanish flu. I mean, everyone was wearing a mask and they made it out. You know, it's gonna be okay. I I am keenly aware of the frontline medical workers because Jonas Ba is a doctor and he is going through it right now. Mm um you know most of these hospitals are at or close to capacity and it's a scary thing going into christmas time when people are going to be traveling again and moving around recklessly it is and you know that's kind of where my attention sits squarely there at this point early december 2020 and on georgia obviously could to do more phone banking this weekend for john ossoff
0: you know, I yeah. just,
1: just hope that the Senate really does turn so that we have our choices, uh, shall we say, intact.
0: Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. It's, it's a, um, I mean, uh, not to get into the weeds of the politics, but I heard that the one of the Democratic Senate guys, didn't he get in like a sexting scandal
1: and yeah, that's, yeah, yeah,
0: That kind of it's been hurting him in the polls. It's like, <clears throat> has anyone has any? And did he ever think?
1: Oh my God, poten- let's talk a about couple, Trump for a couple, a couple sex. I know,
0: but just, I'm just saying. Uh, just think about this: a couple <laughs> of sex, even in the moment. I'm sure it was just like whatever. And now it's like it's possible <laughs> the balance of, of power, power in and legislation, like, is all comes to that. Totally. Potentially.
1: Totally. <laughs> but remember that time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you remember that uh, dick pic? Yeah. It's like, yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's really funny.
1: I mean, yeah. funny, not funny.
0: It's just a cosmic joke, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Uh, it's we got to remember that it's uh, part of campus Earth, and campus the, Earth. the the trickster energy that, that weaves through it all.
1: I love that you just said that. It does feel like that right now. I mean, I know it doesn't feel like that to my friends who are nurses. Or maybe it does, I don't know. But but, but there is that sort of overarching, like, ridiculousness.
0: Inescapable
1: oh. ridiculousness.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a both and, you know, the sacred and the profane. So yeah. it's not discounting any of the the, yeah. the suffering and that we want to change it. But it's yeah. like, come on, I mean... It's just, the whole Trump thing, is just yeah. so over the top. You couldn't dream it up, like the ultimate uh, court jester, you know, the emperor mm-hmm. with no clothes kind of thing. And we keep we keep going, <laughs> we keep it's, muddling through. Yeah, uh,
1: I I've just been <clears throat> I spent just about fifteen minutes. I gave myself; I think it was ten or fifteen minutes, just looking over like where's Melania right now for some reason. She's exactly my age. And like, what? what is she going through right now? And there's no word.
0: No I, news. Yeah. And I mean, I have to think whatever she signed up for a long time ago, there was... You know, it wasn't like things changed. You know what I mean? He's been mm-hmm. the same guy. She signed so up she, for something specific. Yeah, there was a yeah, self-serving thing going on there for sure. Yeah. Um, whatever she feels, it's like she's not uh, absconded of responsibility on that level. Yes. Well, um get... Well, I'm just curious mm-hmm. too, if since you're sort of so deeply embedded in the the yoga community and the kind of shifts it's gone through with the obvious ones with COVID, but also sort of on social justice and stuff. Mm. Um, where are you feeling things are at in that community and where it might be heading into the new year and beyond?
1: Well, all the yoga studios have closed. Yeah. And everyone is teaching online. And the, the I think the main thrust right now is actually in getting the folks at home who are studying with the teachers who are online, like myself, getting them to have their own home practice outside of their online practice. As much as this is, um, you know, I love connecting with my students and I do it, you know, at least once a week to teach. But I really, I I think this is the perfect time to develop our own home practice, our own steady inner trust, you know? And and I think that's the yoga community is just gonna have to go there because classes aren't an option studio life isn't an option and it really never was a viable prospect for any studio owner. Every, every single studio owner knows they were never going to be like saving a whole bunch of money. They would make it and they would be even perhaps profitable, but it was never going to be a way to, you know, retire or save money. Sure. So I, I think commercially speaking, I could not even hazard a guess, but personally I feel like, you know what? Go take you can take great classes a few times a week, have your own practice in the morning, it's the best, it's the greatest gift I give to myself in the days.
0: If if someone feels unmotivated or all those things, the resistance is really strong. Yeah. What what like me? Uh what would you recommend? What's what's like an approachable doorway of whether Austin or not, of just like morning something.
1: Child's, Child's pose. pose. Yes, I love it. Literally get into child's pose and just stay there for as long as you need to. I have gotten into child's pose and fallen the fuck asleep. <laughs> <laughs> in child's pose. First thing in the morning. I'll Those like hips snoring. are open when you're done. Yeah. Dude, snoring in my child's pose. <laughs> and then I come up and I get, I come into mm-hmm. cat cow and suddenly I find myself, you know, 15, 20 an hour later, having done a full practice, precisely what my body needed. And, um, It was, it was seamless, you know, but lots of my practices start in child's pose.
0: I love child's pose so much. The best, the best, the best, the best. Why is it called that? Do you know why? No. Is it because you're sort of in a fetal position? Kind of?
1: Balasana. uh, It's the pose of the child. I have no clue. Huh.
0: Well, it definitely brings forth a feeling of innocence and simplicity and rest, which I like. Like rest from all the machine of being an adult and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. It's, that's well said. I hope that the listener, listener, are you listening? Child's pose, resting from adulting.
0: (laughs) That's how it feels for me. Enjoy it. It's
1: very beneficial for you. It's not. It's not a cop out. It's not a weakness. <laughs> it's the smartest thing.
0: Well, um, anything else you want to leave this on? What else? Anything else we want to touch on? What are we f- uh, feeling like needs to be said? I, uh, I, I have something. Um, I
1: think I have something too. You go right ahead. Mine is about creativity. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Mine is about something I've been thinking about as we went through a lot of the Black Lives Matter stuff, and um, about spiritual bypass and the, and the and it sort of touches on this like conspiracy stuff and that in the spiritual community, but how we can hold the truths of everything's okay, everything is all one, everyone is love, and social action at the same time. You know, Dalai Lama talks about this stuff. And there's something there where it's like, well, we, we want to be engaged on our inner journey and those truths. And this is the mystery, essentially, what we're talking about. But also ameliorating suffering, doing what we can, actually taking some forms of action in the world. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a friction there. There's a dichotomy um but i think it's an important thing i'm just curious what you had to say about it
1: friction is one of the most important things that we can we can welcome you know into our space friction means heat heat means transformation mm-hmm. transformation mm-hmm. means that we are you know there's change happening and change is always good That's it. Like, don't shy away from the fact that I can't. Let me put it on myself. I can't shy away from the fact that my dear friends are diametrically opposed to me and won't even return my calls in certain cases, in certain texts, uh, in certain um, people. They won't even return my texts or calls. I still have to hold. The clarity that I love them, and I don't hold that against them.
0: Is this is because of differences you have, or something? Yeah, yeah, they're,
1: they're fully, okay. fully um, on the other side of the fence in politically, and also in the conspiracy realm. <clears throat> to be able to hold both of, the, as we talked about earlier, to be able to hold both of those truths
0: mm-hmm. is
1: very important for me right now. I do not want to be the person who holds a grudge and dies from the sickness that that lands in my cells from the grudge.
0: Wow. What if the art of attention these days is like holding contradictory truths, which seems like, well, then they're not both true. It's like, no, that's the point. It's like mm-hmm. you just allow these things to be.
1: That's right. That's right. That's how that's how we should leave this, because that's that's the work right now. Allow your parent who voted for Trump, allow your sister who voted for Biden, if you're on the other side, which I seriously doubt if you're listening this far. um, Allow them to have their opinion and their values and you stay in your lane and you be courteous and cool.
0: And I'm going to add a layer to that. Because uh, this is a, like ties into conversations around racial justice, social justice, all of it, political. Allow people to make mistakes. Yeah. And allow us. That's how we learn. It's like it's okay to say the wrong thing, and then we talk. <laughs> you educate. We discuss. We explore. Uh, uh, just allow a process to happen. Allow education and growth and change right. to. It, it, like you said, it's the constant of the universe. So mm-hmm. it's like. You can't snap your fingers. There's no destination. It's just a process of of learning and growing.
1: That's right. Exactly right.
0: Well, I'm happy for you that you're in the Southwest because I know what that's like. It's so Mm. good. No Mm. offense to New Yorkers, but it's so much better. And, it's
1: just uh, different. Here's the thing. It's great.
0: It's great. The
1: sky is more open. <laughs> the color, the lights, the space. There's the the assault on my body from all of the external, um, all from pathogens in the subway to the 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 noise, the noise and the car pollution. My skin is completely changed.
0: Brake dust. Yeah.
1: For real. All that no stuff. doubt
0: you are in rarefied air, Elena, and yeah. uh, it, it's and you're higher up too, so yeah, we are more 7, 600. ionized. 600, yeah, it's just you're just it's this the sun is stronger and everything's yeah. more charged, like literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So good on you. I'm happy for you.
1: Mm. Thanks, dude. I feel thankful and I feel uh, very ready to uh, have you come and visit.
0: Yeah. I look forward to that. I have a friend um in uh, Santa Fe outside with Galliano, I think it's called little town. Galisteo. Galisteo, that is it. And um I stayed there once at her place. It's awesome.
1: Yep.
0: Another person who is on my podcast, Lorraine Weiss, who plays the saxophone on the Ram Dass record on like Love Everybody oh, and yes. A Miracle. She's yes. amazing. And she lives out there and does uh, deep work with people with her uh, saxophone and stuff um, in Santa Fe.
1: Any woman who plays the sax, period. Right,
0: right. Wow. I mean, when I met her th- uh, through Ivy, um, we hit it off. And I was like, "We have, I've got to record you. We've got to play. And it wasn't going to happen because she doesn't drive and she's older and she, she, her leg is messed up. And and then like months later she's like, So there's a wedding in Zion someone's taking me to that seems close to you. And I'm like, Well it's four hours, three hours away, but it's close. And then someone's like, someone volunteered to drive me to Boulder and I'm like, it's on, let's do this. And we recorded all, of, all that stuff on the record.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: It was amazing.
1: Wow. It's meant to be. Yeah, totally. I'm happy yeah. for you that um <clears throat> last thing I'll say and then we'll I'll let you go. I'm happy for you that you have had that connection to that project. That is a, it's not some sort of coincidental boon that you got to do that. That's all I'll say.
0: It has unfolded and it is continuing to unfold. It's just like a blossoming flower that keeps blossoming. Mm -hmm. And it's it's changed my life too, because he named me Krishna and I've embodied that name. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, that's connected to that experience forever.
1: Mm, mm. I love the I named you it Krishna. It's so cute.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Well, thanks. Thanks, Elena. It's always good to connect.
1: It's always the best. And I really appreciate all of the work that you've done and how, um, I have this is East forest saved on my Spotify. <laughs> and we play it like at least four times a week during making up dinner.
0: Oh, it warms my heart. It should.
1: It should. We're always thinking of you.
0: Well, we've been walking together a long time. I look forward to continuing to walk each other home, as Mr. Doss would say.
1: Yes. It's our (laughs) 10-year anniversary next year on September, on uh, November 11th. 11, 11, 11. Maybe we'll have the occasion (laughs) to do something together that day. That'd be cool. That would be cool.
0: Somewhere out there. Somewhere out there. It'd be cool.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: All right. Thanks.
1: Most welcome. I'm so glad to be with you and talk again soon.
0: Thank you, Elena, for coming on the show. It's always a joy to talk to you. This song that you're hearing in the background is actually called For Elena. And it's for this said Elena because uh, this song was from a ceremony, but I, she ended up using it for her meditation series that she sells on her website. And I did the music for it and mixed it for her. And we settled on using uh, pieces of this song for the meditative music in the background. And we did so many iterations and worked on it so deeply that for me, in my mind, I was like, this song now is totally associated with Elena Brower. So I called it For Elena. And it is on the album, Music To Be Born To. where you can listen to that wherever you listen to Muzak. And you can check out everything in the show notes to see links to Elena's world It's a deep world, uh, and uh, she's got two meditation series that she has, uh, I believe, on her website for sale, and the East Forest music is in both. All right, friends, I encourage you to keep walking with the grace that is you, to eat a little more ice cream, do some more yoga, a headstand if you can, and keep walking your walk, don't take any shit, but if you do, do it with grace.